He makes a million dollars a month in 23 weird niches using something called a quiz funnel. We're gonna be interviewing Ryan Levesque today. He is one of the most brilliant marketers I've had a chance to get to meet. I've known him for over 10 years now at this point. And he is the only person in the world talking about this thing called quiz funnels, in my opinion, actually. I'm sure there's others out there, but he's by far the pioneer of it. And during this interview, he's also gonna give away for free one of his amazing one week long workshops where you can actually implement and learn about quiz funnels. But here's the deal. The marketing world is completely changing. Ad costs are skyrocketing and things are getting a little tricky now with recently Facebook even saying that they might be launching something called basic ads, which basically means no targeting. So how do you combat that? How do you survive that as a marketer? And I believe firmly, and this is why I have Ryan on, it's quiz funnels, all right? So he's gonna get very specific. He's gonna share with us the three types of quiz funnels. He's gonna share with us an actual visual of how a consumer walks through, how quiz funnels work, and how they result in higher results for your business. So without further ado, I'm gonna pass it off to him. But before I do that, hit subscribe. Make sure you are following our podcast, onicpodcast.com. Binge listen to all the episodes, hit subscribe, leave us great feedback, and spread the message of the fighting entrepreneur. With that said, over to the interview. All right, Ryan, so you've got my attention. Uh, dude, million a month business in 23 weird niches. So you know I'm gonna ask you uh, what some of these weird niches are. So for those of you listening, uh, first of all, thanks for being here, Ryan. Uh, always awesome to have you. And just watching you grow your business uh, has been so fun. And I've learned a lot from you, which is rare for me and having been in this space for 20 years. But man, I'll turn it over to you. What is a quiz funnel? What are quizzes? What What is this thing you've done to build a million dollar a month business in, in these weird niches? So go for it. Yeah, so that's a great question. Awesome to be here. It's uh, great to have this conversation here today. Um, so, you know, I think it's first important to understand when we talk about a quiz funnel specifically, like what is that exactly? What we're not talking about is one of those time-wasting quizzes that we've all seen online, like the Harry Potter quizzes, the Disney quizzes, you know, what, what, what Disney princess is your dog? Take this quiz to find out now. Um, those are fun. Don't get me wrong, they're entertaining, but they're not going to actually convert clicks into customers. So instead, what we're talking about is when someone lands on your website, instead of you know first putting in front of them a lead magnet, some sort of download, or getting them to sign up for your webinar, or selling them your product, instead you begin by asking a series of questions to understand who they are. And just like a doctor, you diagnose and prescribe the best next step for them. You know, so for example, for this podcast, just as, a, as, a, as an example, um, if you're trying to get more people to listen to your podcast, instead of sending them to the most recent episode, which could be hit or miss for someone, right? It could be a good fit episode. It could be a miss. Instead, if you say, hey, my name is Onyx Singhal. I've been doing this podcast. There are hundreds of episodes, hundreds of conversations. And if you tell me a little bit about where you are right now in your business, I can recommend the best three episodes for you. And what you'll do there is you can customize the content that someone gets. Now, you can replace that with whatever next step you want someone to take in your business. It could be to sign up for your webinar. It could be to buy your product. It could be to join your challenge, whatever that next step is after the quiz. So at the highest level, that's what a quiz funnel is. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the big benefits, like why you should actually use a quiz funnel, you know, cheaper traffic and higher conversion, everything like that. But I just want to pause there. Does that make sense? Is that sort of a good it, it actually it makes perfect sense right like so if you think about it it's like well duh because if we went to the doctor and we're like hey doctor my knee's hurting and he's like yeah here take this blood pressure medicine you'd be like dude you're not listening right like my knee's hurting and i'm like so in your case i love that i wrote that down i wrote doctor diagnosis um 
And so just for everyone else who's listening, this is kind of a replacement necessarily. Well, yeah, it is a replacement to like the traditional opt-in page where you're just offering like the one thing and you're trying to blanket it to everybody. And you're trying to do the hard work at the ad level where you're trying to get the right people. But as you and I were talking off episode, we were like, hey, the ads, ads are starting to get expensive. And, and Ryan, as of the time we're speaking, I'm sure you've seen this. There's a little leak coming out of Facebook or Meta um, that they might be creating something called basic ads which they're getting rid of targeting altogether, which makes what you're doing even more relevant um, because it's up to marketers to, to figure out how to convert less targeted people. So, but your strategy is allowing them to get targeted by actually giving them what they want. So, I mean, makes perfect sense too. So, yes. So, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up and it, and it brings up kind of one of the big reasons why quiz funnels are so effective and why they're so effective and so important right now, like with everything happening in the world, right? So if we go back to 2021, when Apple released iOS 14.5, they released the browser that basically eliminated, you know, third-party cookies in the way that we know it here today by giving users the choice to say, I want to share my data or I don't want to share my data. Well, when that first came out, the estimates were something like 10 to 15% of people would opt out of sharing their data. Well, now that we're a year plus into that experience, it's turned out to be over 88%. 88% of people have raised their hand and said, I do not want to share my data through my Apple device, through my Apple browser. And that data that was once shared to Facebook and Google and all the big tech companies is no longer available. So basically that kind of cut Facebook off at the knees. Facebook no longer has access to our browsing history, our browsing behavior. So if you're selling a backpack on your website, you used to be able to say, hey, Facebook, find me someone who's in the market to buy a backpack. And Facebook would say, no problem, because Facebook had access to all the browsing data, um, browsing history. So you it knew people who were shopping for backpacks and going to backpack websites and watching backpack videos on YouTube. So all of that cross-platform data was being shared. iOS 14.5 comes around, basically gives users the choice, do you wanna keep sharing that data, yes or no? Almost 90% of people said no. So what that did is it started to eliminate, of course, all of these targeting options as you brought up on Facebook. So you used to be able to go into Facebook and say, find me people who have check, 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 right? And every day that goes by for those who are in Facebook, you probably have noticed that targeting options are disappearing. It's like every week, there's like another targeting option that's like, wait, how come I can't target these people anymore? Because Facebook doesn't have access to the data. So we've moved from this third-party data paradigm, relying on third-party data to build custom audiences and build interest lists, to now having to rely on what we call a zero-party data paradigm. Now, zero-party data, just to set the definition, zero-party data, so third-party data is other people's data that you leverage, right? First-party data is data that you own, but still is effectively spying on people in the background, i.e. you're using something like Google Analytics to see what are people clicking on in your website. Zero-party data takes things one step further. Zero-party data is information that people have explicitly and voluntarily shared with you when they visit your website, i.e. you ask them a question and they give you an answer. It is the only form of data that shifts from this spying paradigm, this algorithmic paradigm, to a voluntary paradigm. And in this world where people are more concerned about privacy and their own personal data than ever, it is the strongest foundation to build your business on. Now, this is what a quiz funnel taps into. When someone gets to your website, you're gathering this zero-party data. But it gets even better because when you have access to this information, you can actually, using the right technology, you can pipe it back to Facebook using the Facebook pixel in combination with the conversion API. 
You can pipe it right back to Facebook and say, Facebook, I know you no longer have access to the third-party data that Apple was able to provide to you based on all the websites that were pixeled along the way, but I want to find more people like the ones who have answered my quiz in this way. Can you find me more of these people? And when you have an eight out of 10 event matching with this connection, Facebook can say, yes, we can. Because Facebook, remember, still has access to their own first party data. Facebook still has access to all the videos you watch on Facebook, all the groups that you're part of, all the posts that you make, everything like that. Facebook still has access to all of the data on their platform. They just don't have all the third party data off of Facebook that they used to have. So this is the great unlock. And when we were talking before we got started here, that is how we are seeing even better results. Yes, our cost per lead and cost per click is more expensive than it was a year ago in the same way that it was more expensive a year before that than a year before that. Like just the cost of advertising is going up. Like I, you and I have been doing this long enough, almost I've been doing this almost 20 years. I remember when you could get clicks on Google AdWords and Overture for fractions of a penny. Like it wasn't even a penny to get a click. It was like a half a penny, right? Like those days are over. So cost is still going up, but we're seeing that mitigated by using this zero party data strategy. So I'll pause there because I know that's a lot to take in, but that is one of the big reasons why this quiz funnel strategy is so effective and so timely to be implementing right now. So I want to share with everyone who's listening, because we probably have a lot of people that are listening that are just kind of new and starting and they're like, what the hell just happened? So what just happened was Ryan and Anik just nerded out on 10, 15 plus years of experience doing media buying and everything, you know, I, I wish I had like a little sign that just said truth and everything Ryan just said is totally true. What's happening with media buying is interesting and there's going to be an inflection point. So I'm, I'm on the record now saying if you're buying traffic, costs are going up right now but there will be an inflection point and it always is. It's going up too rapidly. But it's never gonna come back to the good days. It's always gonna be high. And the reason it's always gonna be high is because we have marketers, smart marketers like Ryan, who are out there saying, okay, I don't care. I'll fig I will take ownership over figuring this out and owning it. And so they'll continue to buy traffic at those costs because they can, right? So this is, um, I was talking to my financial planner the other day, completely random off topic. And he said, hey, these kinds of moments, and he was talking about the economy and just like the markets crashing. And he was like, these kinds of moments are cathartic. I'm like, what the heck does that even mean? And he was like, these are good. They're refreshing. There's like, there's a new beginning. There's blossomings. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I didn't quite buy it. I'm like, well, that's a nice way for you to position it because my portfolio is down right now, right? But and then I thought about it. I'm like, no, this is 100% right. Like Facebook and Google and like their ads platform will survive, but we have to figure out how to make it survive. So everyone is watching right now what you should know. Here's a summary of the geek out that we just had. Ad costs are going up. Facebook, Google, and all these platforms are not going to be continuing to give you as much targeting as they have. They're going to get less targeting. That means it's up to you to qualify said people and to do it within a good budget. And that is why I actually love quiz funnels. So at a very macro level, everyone, here's what I'm thinking. Like when I'm listening to Ryan, I have a mastermind that I want to release in the future, but there's the mastermind targets like three different kinds of people, but you know, three kinds of problems, same person, but like three major problems that we solve for that person. And it's like hundred percent makes sense. They're very different messaging. So imagine the person comes and I'm like, hey, welcome. What is your number one problem that we could solve for you in the next 30 days that would make you super excited? And, and they're going to be excited to answer that question, but they just told me, my, my whole sales 
messaging to them should be different. Um, but anyways, we're talking about very high level stuff. I, the other thing I want to share with everybody, because the next part we're about to get into is I'm going to ask Ryan to give me some examples, right? A million a month business in 23 weird niches. But I want to, I want everyone to know one thing, first and foremost, at the end of this, we're going to actually, and actually maybe even in the middle, Ryan's got a really cool quiz funnel workshop um, that he gives away. So you can actually go and learn how to do all of this. And he charges $100 for it, except today he is going to give you a coupon code called LEARN, L-U-R-N. I hope that name is not new to you by now. And when you put that in, it's free, okay? So we're gonna have something for you to do at the end. We want you to do it, it's free. So if you want the full guided training, you'll get that. Um, but I also want to remind you that the results we talk about are Ryan's. Ryan's been doing this for a long time. Ryan is very good at this, Ryan. We are not saying that you are going to be able to get these results just because you launch quiz funnels. And so always be wise to that, right? We're sharing his results and we're giving you resources to use to help you learn it, but always build that period of time. You got to learn, you got to execute, and you got to refine. So Ryan's through all of those phases, right? So always remember that because nowadays when I talk about people's big results, I just feel very strongly that I need to make sure you understand that. So Ryan, let's dive in, man. I'm a visual person. Walk me through, maybe you're willing to reveal one of the 23 niches or anything, but how did you deploy it from start to finish? Give me the journey of the customer so people can start to visualize this. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, we talked about kind of why right here, right now? And you know, I'll 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 talk a little bit about a few examples on what brings this all together. And and the reason why quizzes are so powerful: number one, you get cheaper traffic, cheaper leads. Um, they convert at a higher rate because you're able to customize, as you kind of alluded to with your mastermind, the messaging you put in front of someone after they answer questions. So you're not selling to everybody in a one size fits all way. Um, and and the thing that I want to always lead with is. And this is what attracted me to this, this concept is that you're not only better selling, but you're actually better serving at the same time. Like you're, you're not only getting better financial results for yourself and for your business, but it's actually the thing you would do in person. I mean, think about it. It's a quiz funnel. Think about it as I go through these examples here in just a minute. Think about it as a conversation that you would have with someone if you were sitting down with them one-on-one. -on -one. But instead, your website is having that conversation with 100 people, 1,000 people a day on autopilot, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So that same way that you would naturally sell to someone, like if you and I met on the street and I was like, hey, Anik, like, I hear you, like, you know a thing or two about building a business. Like, what should I do, man? Like, you're, what you're not going to do is say, here, buy my stuff or here, read my book. What you're going to say is, well, tell me a little bit about you, man. Like, do you have a business? Are you just getting started? Like, are you, you know, are you, um, you know, just tell me a little bit about your experience. Like what's, what's most important to you. You're going to ask me questions. And if you think about, as I go through these examples and you think about your business for anyone listening to this or watching this right now, if you think about your business through the lens, I want to invite you to think about that conversation that you would naturally have. Okay. So let's talk about a, a few different examples that, um, that I've been part of over the years. So when I say weird niche markets, we've been in all sorts of weird markets. Uh, the first market I ever went into was the Scrabble tile jewelry market, teaching people how to make jewelry with Scrabble tiles and origami paper. Yeah. I mean, so obscure, right? There's like no way that I could be making that up. I'm almost, I was embarrassed for years to tell people that was my first business. Cause it's kind of like, you know, the weirdest thing in the world. Um, the next big market that I went into was the orchid care market, teaching people how to care for orchids as in the flower. Uh, then I went into the memory improvement market. My, my, my back, I have an Ivy league degree in neuroscience at from Brown. So my study has always been around human psychology and the brain and neuroscience. And, and my parents basically gave me a lot of crap 
when I uh, graduated and I'd worked in finance and done a whole bunch of things. And I told him, hey, I'm quitting it all to um, uh, teach people how to make Scrabble tile jewelry on the internet. They thought I like needed to be like admitted to a mental hospital. Like what's wrong with you, man? So um, I, I went into the memory market, but I'll give you like a few examples. So in the orchid market, a business that we took from like nothing to $25,000 a month in about a year and a half and that we grew to about half half million dollars a year after that. Um, so niche market, not a huge market, but very successful. We found in that market um, that uh, uh, people wanted to know what type of orchid is right for you. Now, um, a uh, that, that quiz is an example of a type quiz. There are three types of quizzes that you wanna think about using. The first one is a type quiz. Um, so that was one of my first uh, quizzes is what type of orchid is right for you based on your climate, your growing conditions, which one you you want to you know you think is, is most beautiful and so on and so forth is it on an oncidium a vanda a paphiopetalum a, a phalaenopsis a, a, a dendrobium I mean there's so many different uh, uh, orchid varieties and that's a big challenge that people run into so um, that's an example of a type quiz now um, since then I've been involved in so many different you know markets and businesses I'll give you a few other examples of type quizzes. Um, there's a, a quiz in the weight loss space called weight loss type. So when it comes to losing weight, there are four major weight loss types, type A, type I, type G, and type C. And they all correspond to the weight loss hormone in your body that's most likely out of balance. And those hormones, hormones are adiponectin, ghrelin, insulin, cortisol, and then there are a few others. And based on asking a few simple questions, and a doctor developed this quiz, um, you can uh, identify which hormone is most out of balance. And then with that information, recommend the right foods to eat, the right foods to avoid, and most importantly, the right dietary supplements to take. So what you're doing with a quiz funnel is you're flipping the traditional lead acquisition model on its head. Think about it like this. Most times when you go to a website, what, what happens? It's like, click the link below to get my ebook or click the link below to download my thing. Versus with a quiz, you're saying, click the link below to find out your results. It takes it from being all about, you know, me, me, me as the marketer to all about you, you, you as the consumer. So that's an example of a, of a type quiz or a few examples of a type quiz. Second type of quiz is a killer quiz. Now, a killer quiz is a little bit different. Killer quiz where you're helping people identify the biggest mistake that they're making in their life or their business um, that's holding them back from getting the result that you help people get in what it is that you sell. Um, so an example of this is, uh, you know, in the orchid business, just taking it back to that, we have a quiz that was um, very simply, what's killing your plant? Take the quiz to find out now. Right? What's the thing that you're doing? Is it too much water? Is it too little water? Too much sun? Too little sun? Too much fertilizer? What's the problem? Too hot? Too cold? Too much humidity? Based on the symptoms that you're seeing, and with that information, just like a doctor, diagnose and prescribe the best next step. So, an example of a killer quiz that um, I was, you know, part of uh, years ago in the golf market, one of the markets that um, I went into, created a quiz. What's your number one swing killer? What's the single biggest mistake that you're making in your golf swing that's holding you back from hitting with distancy, consistent, and power? And naturally, your product is the thing that solves the mistake. The thing that you're selling is the thing that fixes that problem. And so you help people identify what that mistake or killer is, and you help them get results. Now, that golf quiz, and I'm going to share some big numbers. I don't want to intimidate 
us with these big numbers, but just to give you a sense of scale. So the orchid business, tiny little business, you know, making, you know, half a million dollars a year, relatively small business, half a million dollars a year. In the golf market, we took that quiz funnel to go as high as, and this was a partnership I had with it with another business, three to five thousand opt-ins per day, seventy-five to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in revenue per day. It became so successful, we were able to sell that company to NBC. NBC as in the TV studio. They had a partnership with the Golf Channel. They created something called Golf Pass and bought the business on the back of the quiz. So I just share that as like two extremes of like, if you want to just a, a small little business that makes you, you know, $10,000 a month in, in net income, or you want to sell your company for a hundred million dollars or anywhere in between, this is a strategy that you can use. So I've got one more and then, I'll, and then I'll pause. So we got a type quiz, killer quiz. Third type of quiz is what we call a score quiz. Score quiz is where you help people identify where they are on a spectrum of success. So in other words, you help people identify the gap between where they are right now and where they want to go. So, you know, for example, um, I think of Dr. Tanji Watkins. She's a, a, one of our, a student of mine. She uh, was a doctor pre-COVID. COVID happened, got burnt out, said, I want to change my career. She had no business, no website, no anything, um, but she wanted to help people. And she said, I've heard that's really interesting to maybe be a coach. And so she decided she wanted to pursue a career as a coach. She had no experience and, and no platform. So she used a quiz to build a pre-launch list. Like I like to say that if you're opening up any business, like a restaurant, like the secret is before you open the doors of that restaurant, have a line of people out the parking lot waiting to get in, right? And so that's what she did with this quiz. She created a quiz. What's your success alignment score? How aligned are you in your career? Are you misaligned? Are you very well aligned? Take this quiz to find out now. She got 5,000, a little over 5,000 people to take her quiz in about a 30-day stretch. And she opened the doors to her proverbial restaurant and her first month as a coach made $21,000 in recurring coaching income with brand new clients. So, you know, the first sort of tactical step in figuring out your quiz is what type of quiz are you going to go with? A type quiz, a killer quiz, or a score quiz? And so for anyone watching this or listening to this right now, that'd be the first sort of micro brainstorm exercise I'd invite you to do like right now is just think based on what you're selling, based on your business, is there one of those three types of quizzes that stands out to you that really kind of speaks to you? Now you might say all three, like I could imagine doing all three, but if you had to pick one, which one might you start with? And then write that down while it's fresh in your mind and while you're thinking about it and while you're brainstorming the possibilities. Yeah. Um, right out the gate. I mean, for me, number two, number three, I was like, oh my God, I can do a lot with this. Um, and I've actually done number three. I don't know if, if I ever shared this with you, but when I launched my escape book, which is all about how to go from employee to entrepreneur, um, we did what we called the e-score. And it was like, how likely are you to succeed as an entrepreneur? It was like a 35 question quiz. It was really cool though. People loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. And it was a lot of work to put together, but I actually took it and and I I as an entrepreneur was like, huh, interesting. So what we did is we had f like four areas, right? The book goes over S-C-A-P. There's four acronyms that determine your ability to succeed as an entrepreneur. And so the questions are randomly, but they're like scoring you in each of those four buckets. And at the end, you get like a macro score and you get like a micro score for each of the buckets. And I've actually seen students send us pictures where they printed the results out and put it on their 
you know, and they're, and they're supposed to basically tell them, okay, you need to work on this area to improve your likelihood of succeeding as an entrepreneur. And they're supposed to take it again every three months. And um, to me, it felt like yesterday I was talking to this uh, company that does like holistic health. They're doing this massive amount of blood testing on me and they're going to send me all these reports back. And then they said, hey, every three months we redo the tests to see like your things moving. And it just reminds me like I love I've, I've actually played with score quizzes and everyone I can tell you like they're epic. But I didn't have Ryan. And this was years ago. I didn't have Ryan's like software and stuff to do it. So it was really hard to do. Um, but now that would be really simple. Hey, Ryan, I, I want to go back and I want to ask about some of those niche businesses and I want to get into like a little bit more visual flow of the consumer. But before that, do you mind dropping the URL and like I already gave the coupon code away, but I want people to really be able to learn quiz funnels. And by far you're, I wouldn't even say you're the best person at it. You're the only person. I mean, you're the only person in the market that teaches this. I want everyone to go take it. So, and it's free, it's hundred dollars, but it'll be free with the, uh, please drop the URL. Yeah, so the link is, uh, it's quizfunnel.com forward slash learn, that's L-U-R-N. And when you go to that link, it's going to take you to a page that there's going to be a one question quiz, surprise, surprise, asking you a little bit about your business. So that way we can customize the workshop for you. And a week long workshop, we're going to go through the process of coming up with your big idea behind your quiz, how to figure out your quiz questions, what are you going to sell on the back of your quiz, uh, what type of quiz is right for you. We go through dozens of examples. Like I know this conversational medium right now doesn't lend itself to actually see examples in real time, but we're going to go through, if you're a visual person, dozens of examples. But the important thing is when you get to that page, there's going to be a field that says coupon code, and you want to type in the coupon code LEARN, L-U-R-N, and there's going to be a link that says apply code. Click that link. It's going to take your price from $100 to $0, and there's no credit card required when you do that. So it's just going to ask you for your name, answer a question or two, and then you'll get in and get access to everything. So that is the best way to learn how to do this step-by-step. If this is something that's you know interesting to you, if it's excited you, if you're even curious to see like how might you use this in your business. Love it. And look, everyone, um, of course, then Ryan has other programs behind it that you may choose to invest in or you may not choose to invest in. Um, but the, but this is free and this is epic. And I, di- I didn't even realize when you told me about it, Ryan, I didn't realize it's like a whole week long, like step by step, like you go through. I just thought it's like a like a webinar or, or, or a training. It's even all the more reason to go join. Now, you might be watching this months after this has been recorded. If you go to that URL, it may not be currently active, but they have one coming soon. So they'll give you the ability to put your email address in. But if you're watching this when we released it, uh, then right in the middle of, you can actually do it. So, all right, so Ryan, uh, Orchid or Golf or whatever. So, So you buy traffic or organically, it comes to a page. You can do a one question, two question, three question. I mean, that's up to people. All these series of questions. And then there is a, hey, give us your email address for us to send you your score, your report or whatever. So on the landing page, so now I put my email address in and I hit submit. What do I see on that landing page? Do we go straight to pitching? Do like walk me through that journey of what happens post I've answered everything, put my email in, hit submit. Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll give you a, a, a real example just to kind of bring it. And I just try to bring in as many examples as possible, whether Please, you're selling yes. an information Love product them. or whatever. So, so we have a quiz in our business that's called uh, choosequiz.com. You can take it, you can see it, um, it's live. And this is for selling a book. So for anybody who has a book, this is an example of a, of a book quiz. So we ask a series of questions to help you identify what type of business is right for you. 
So if you're trying to figure out, should you, you know, be an affiliate marketer? Should you try to, should you sell information products, physical products? Should you become a coach, create a membership site? There's just so many kind of decisions around this. So uh, when you get to that page, you're going to see a, a, a page with a button on it that says, um, what type of business is right for you? Take the quiz to find out now. You click on that button and a modal pops up that begins by asking you a series of questions, one question at a time. Now, here's the important thing. Quizzes, when done well, take advantage of the power of micro-commitments, inviting people to take tiny little baby steps leading to the thing you ultimately want them to do. Now, what's, what's counterintuitive to most people, they think, but wait, if I ask all these additional questions, isn't it gonna reduce my opt-in rate? Aren't I gonna get like fewer people answering the question, give me my email? The opposite is actually true. And the reason for that is because you're asking simple, non-threatening questions that create action-taking momentum. If the first thing that someone sees when they get to your website is buy my stuff, most people are going to do what? They're going to bail. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to hit the back button. If the first thing people see is get this, give me your email address and get this thing, most people are going to bail because it's too much too soon. You get a date before you get married. So by starting with a simple non-threatening question, like, are you starting a new business or are you growing an existing business? It's a simple, non-threatening, multiple-choice question that creates action-taking momentum. So we ask a series of questions. And by the way, you didn't ask the question, but I'll throw it in here. People always want to know how many questions, like what, what's the right number of questions to ask. Um, so we have a, a, a software platform that, that we've developed. Over 12,000 quiz funnels have been built on the platform. Um, wow. We have access to 200 million data points. 40 million people a year take a quiz on our platform. So we have a tremendous amount of data. What we have found is that the quizzes that are most successful all fall within the same sweet spot, five to 12 questions. Why is that wow. the case? I don't know. My hypothesis is, and remember, this is a marketing quiz. This isn't like a, a paid assessment that someone might take, like the Colby assessment or yeah. um, the DISC profile or the Strengths Finder. That's different because you've paid money for the assessment itself. This is a marketing apparatus to better sell and better serve. So my hypothesis for why that's true is it's sort of like you use the doctor analogy, right? If you go to the doctor and the doctor doesn't ask enough questions, if you say, hey, I hurt my wrist and, the, and, and you say, doc, what's wrong? And the doctor just asks one question, like, is it your left hand or your right hand? And you say, oh, it's my left hand. And the doctor says, I know exactly what's wrong with you. You're like, not going to believe it, right? Yeah. Um, at the same time, you can't ask those 35 questions in most cases because most people are taking their, their, their quiz right here on their phone. Yeah while they're browsing on Facebook or YouTube or social media or whatever, and they, they only have a limited attention span. So seven to 12 is that sweet spot. So one question at a time. So just going back to the flow, landing page, take this quiz to find out what type of business is right for you. Click a button, open up a modal, answer a question, one question at a time, seven to 12, takes you to a lead capture page, which is asking for the person's email address in exchange for the results. To get your results, where would you like me to send them? Tell me your best email address and we'll send you your custom report along with a video explaining what those results mean and what to do about it. Then after they give you their email address, that takes you to a page. Now it's important. Most people make the mistake where they try to sell too much too soon. You have to deliver value. There's so many platforms and, and, and websites that I've seen out there that have what we call a fake quiz. They think, oh, how hard could this be? I'll just slap a few questions on my website and just give everybody the same thing. Or I won't give any value. You have to honor the promise that you made. You have to deliver value. You have to pour goodwill into the marketplace. You have to take time to say, let me tell, tell you a little bit about your results and here's what they mean. 
You're giving people the results for free. It's what we call the Band-Aid fix. You give people the Band-Aid for free so that you can sell people your cure. You give people free value, free information that responds and reflects back to their bucket, their type, their killer, their score. So here's where your results are. Here's what this means. Here's something you can do about it. But if you really want to solve the underlying problem, I want to tell you a little bit about our XYZ program that solves this for good. Now, in the quiz that I just gave you, that cure is a copy of one of our books, which is called Choose. So we sell a book in that case, but we in our business sell everything from physical products, digital products, driving people to a webinar. Sometimes you can't sell the product right then and there because the price point's too high. So the next step might be, here are your results. Here's what it means. Hey, we just so happen to have a free workshop on this topic happening next week. I'd love to invite you to attend. All you need to do is click the link below to register and I'll see you on the training. So you're using the quiz as an on-ramp into your webinar or your workshop. So, Onyx, does that answer your question about sort of the flow? Yeah, it does. So when I hit submit on the thank you page, you're not going for the kill. You're just saying, great, check your email. And now the email is going to have a report with a link to a page. Okay. okay. On the thank you page, the best practice, you can do text only, so like written copy or video. The best practice is a video on the thank you page that starts like this. Hey, it's Anik here, and your results are headed to your email inbox. They should be there in the next 15 to 20 minutes. But in the meantime, I wanted to talk about your results, what they mean, and what you should do about it. So let's dive into it right now. Your score that scored lowest on the SCAPE quiz is S. Now, S stands for blank. Let me tell you a little bit about that, what that means. So you're capturing people's attention. You're delivering value. And the reason why this works so much better than just trying to get people to download your ebook is what happens to all those eBooks that we download? We don't look at them. We've, we've all got that folder on our hard drive where we say, I'm gonna save that and I'll read that later. This is mm -hmm. instant consumption. People are getting it right now. And, and because it's not a generic piece of content, you're tapping into the power of self-discovery, the psychology of self-discovery. People are so insanely curious to find out their results. Think about it when you applied to college, right? And, and, and you're wondering, did I get in? Did I get in? You want to know. Think about it when you have a medical test. You want to know, what did my test say? If you've ever taken one of those personality tests, you're insanely curious to find out what, what are my unique results? So people are on the edge of their seat to find out what the results are, what those results mean. And then the next question that they ask once they get the results is what? What should I do about it? What do I do next? Yeah that opens the door for you to talk about your offer, your next step. Got it. So those, those videos on the thank you page, I mean, that is someone probably filming five, six, seven, eight different videos because you obviously got to talk to whatever that score is. What do you usually find? Like, I guess, are most quizzes like kind of people go into three buckets, so you need three videos or is there any kind of common practice there? Here's the sweet spot again, because we have access to so much data, we're able to see what is most successful. The sweet spot for number of questions is five to 12. The sweet spot for number of buckets is three to five. Uh -huh. The single biggest mistake that people make when they get excited about this strategy is they overcomplicate their quiz. They say, oh, I'm gonna have 15 different buckets that I'm gonna put people into. And the 80-20, the Pareto principle is three to five. That allows you to take advantage of segmentation without overwhelming yourself with too much complexity. 
Yeah. Got it. Oh, man, that's amazing. All right. So, so everything else kind of is traditional information marketing after that. It's like, hey, if you've got a webinar, know how to do webinars, know how to do webinar funnels. But the most important thing here is in the beginning, you're, you're, you're putting them in a bucket and that bucket is determining what's being said and what's being marketed because you're absolutely right. Some people might come into your system and you just know, like someone comes in and they're making a million dollars a year already. You're like, they don't need to read choose. They need to hear about my mastermind or they need to hear about my, you know, they're just ready to hit a different level. But someone who's like, what is an online business? What is quiz? What is an opt-in page? You're like, oh, dude, you need to read my book. Like this is the commitment level I want from you is like seven bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. But right, so that, and once that happens, this is how people could have three or four, or like you said, five maximum funnels, but all feeding the same ultimate business, but talking to them differently. And plus you now you're building three to five different lists, right? So I'm going to send an email to that bucket A even with my natural marketing, a little bit differently. My subject lines will be different. My openers will be different um, to, to appeal to them a lot more because- Case okay. studies, the examples that you're gonna share, Everything. the stories that you're gonna be telling, yeah. all of that. And the beautiful thing is when you ask people questions along the way, you can also tag those people in your ESP, your CRM with all of those answers. So let's say, for example, you're thinking, gosh, this sounds like a lot of work. I don't wanna send five different emails to different people. You don't have to. You can still send everybody the same stuff if you want right now. But I can tell you what, a year from now, two years from now, when you look back in time and you say, man, I, I wish I would have had my list segmented. That would have been really valuable because I've got this thing I want to do. The best time to do it is now, even if you're not ready to customize the content that you're putting in front of people. Because yeah. in your database, uh, six months from now, when you say, man, I'd really love to know who on my list is making at least $500,000 a year. Well, yeah. you can't go back in time and ask for that information retrospectively, but if you have it there, you can use it down the road. So, so yes. And the yeah. one thing I just want to, I want to make really clear on it is that you also don't need to have five different offers. So in the orchid example, we have one product that we sell in the front of that business. It's our book orchids made easy. And depending on what challenge someone is having, we talk about the section of the book that's gonna help them. So we're selling everybody the same thing, but we're saying like, oh, you got this problem? You're really gonna love chapter five because in chapter five, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, no, it makes perfect sense. I get it. Um, I think for me, because I have multiple products, so in my head I meant immediately went until I was like, well, here's how we use multiple products. Um, killer stuff, man. Uh, I don't, you know, like I get it. It just makes sense. It, that's why I said in the beginning when you explained it, I'm like, it's simple guys. It, it is. And so if anyone's now, for those who are listening, who followed me for a while, you might be sitting there thinking, well, Anik, you're the opt-in page guy. I am. And guess what? I am actually starting to move now. What's getting me to move? Well, what's getting me to move is not just ad costs. So if we want to geek out one more time, let's talk about what is changing psychologically in the world of marketing? And this is coming with our younger generations. They are driving this. People no longer buy because of a sales message. I'm seeing this more and more and more and more. A sales message alone is not enough. If you think about marketing the way it used to be 20 years ago, there was no retargeting. There wasn't, you know, there was no like, hyper targeting. So we would do like direct mail campaigns. I, if I had a weight loss product, I'd go to a direct mail company. They'd be like, Oh, this zip code, 
tends to buy this stuff and you'd do a blanket market to that zip code, right? And you'd have to write the perfect copy and the perfect everything, but you had to sell them at that spot at that moment because when they open that letter, you can't retarget the openers. Like, so you better write the most killer thing, go for the sale. And I used to call that shotgun marketing. So you had to put out a message. It was so freaking brilliant that it would like go to this wide market and bring customers. You had one shot. Okay. That evolved and became what I've always called interactive marketing. And that's now micro commitments. You said that word, it made me smile because now we don't have to go for the kill right at the beginning, right? So, and we could go to Facebook. We could in the past go to Facebook, be like, I want to target a person in the top 5% of wealth who lives within a 30 mile radius of this zip code, owns an iPhone, subscribes to Wealth Magazine and likes dogs. <laughs> like you can create all these layers and now copy didn't matter as much because you could literally write copy to them that says, do you like dogs live in Manhattan and make over a million dollars a year? It's like the person would just be like, uh, yeah. Well, so that created an environment for us where we could hyper target. So yeah, I could drive that traffic to an opt-in page and feel perfectly fine. And I created a good experience for those people. And now what's happening is we're moving to a market where consumers are not buying anymore because you have a very targeted message because everyone has a targeted message. Now consumers are saying, well, Ryan, tell me about yourself. Who are you? What do you like to do? Do I like you? Do I believe in the same things you believe in? Do I hold the same opinion? It's it's the, especially with the younger generations, they don't want to buy from those who they don't relate to. And so that's why you're seeing organic and social media and all this becoming a vital part for every business. All of us who've been spoiled by being able to just pay for traffic are no longer uh, relying on just that because the new consumer says, who are you? Who, who are you? Like, do you have a dog? Like, do you, you know, do you like uh, orchids? <laughs> How have orchids impacted your life? Like, it's like a whole nother level. And so with that, this market is changing in such a way that they want that personalized experience. And so the traditional opt-in page is actually probably going to start evolving and becoming and just merging with quiz funnels because people are just, it's not enough for people anymore to, for you to not have that connection with them. And that connection comes from you talking to them very specifically. So if anyone's wondering, where do I stand on this? I'm watching this progression happen now. Ryan's been ahead of it by years and it's inevitable now. It's just, it's not just what's happening with the app platforms. It's psychologically what's happening with the consumer. They're changing. They just aren't about the message anymore. They're about the person, the brand, the message of the person and the brand. So anyways, that's my little rant. That's why I'm super excited about what Ryan's doing. Everyone, you would be crazy not to take him up on this quizfunnel.com forward slash learn. Then you're going to see a hundred dollar price tag and you're going to go, <gasps> You're just going to go to the coupon code part, type in L-U-R-N, hit apply, boom, gone. Participate, be active, take the whole workshop and you will learn a ton. And behind it, all I can tell you is if Ryan gives you an opportunity to work with him and learn from him, pay the guy money and do it. It's it's amazing stuff. We are, we will. Um, our copy chief, by the way, Ryan, has been in your ecosystem forever and is is getting is super excited right now because Lauren's about to move into this stuff. But he's he's you know we were talking about it. he's like I already got this I already got this I already got the software I got all of it like personally outside of the company budget he has been um, a member of this because I think he's been trying to say guys this is this is the future so uh, quizfunnel.com forward slash learn 
coupon code learn ryan it has been epic thank you so much for being here to share this and making it so simple that i actually ran out of questions before 45 minutes even hit any closing words for you no i would say you know this is um you know the future of digital marketing online and yeah. the future is here and so if you have resonated with anything that we've said here today if you feel it that this is something that makes sense for you and your business, I recommend that you do this. Join us, at least check it out. At least come up with what that quiz might be and then you can figure out if it's something to implement and go from there. So Onik, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a lot of fun and uh, looking forward to catching up soon. Thanks, man. All right, everyone, there you go. You know what to do, quizfunnel.com forward slash learn, coupon code learn. Hey, by the way, binge listen to all of our other episodes, onikpodcast.com, A-N-I-K podcast.com. Join our entrepreneurial revolution at learn, L-U-R-N.com. And hey, hit subscribe if you're on YouTube right now. Click the thumbs up icon, leave a comment, do whatever you can do. Send this out to as many people. Let's give the algorithms amazing feedback because... I'm not going to be able to rely on ad targeting anymore, so I'm relying on you. So help me out, all right? And Facebook and any other places you can share. Most of all, if you're on iTunes or any of the other podcast platforms, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a great review. And as I always say, when life pushes you, what do you do? Stand straight, smile, and push it the heck back. Guys, I'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singal. 